When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Scott, Ingrid, breathe, Ingrid. I am PMSing and I don't want to breathe. (laughs) Ingrid, are you doing your breath work? Remember when you became a certified breath work person? Yeah, no. Are you doing that? I'm not breathing. I'm fucking dying over here. You're dying. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Why aren't you breathing? I don't have time for breathing, obviously. You have time no. for breathing or sleeping? No, of course not. I am sleeping. Then why are you tired? Because I'm doing a lot of work. Okay. I just can't seem to, like, get ahead. I, I just, there needs to be more time and more rest, but it's just not always available. I don't know. I feel like we're in Leo season and it's like the go energy. It's not go energy. Remember, Leo is the lion and the lion sleeps 20 hours a day. Oh. The lion's resting because the lion doesn't give a fuck. The lion doesn't have to go out there and work all day long to hunt. It just goes out. There's like, there's a zebra. I'm going to kill the zebra. Okay, I got lunch and now I'm going to sleep the rest of the day. Okay, well, it got a giant zebra. I don't have a zebra, so I have to go out and work all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's that Virgo energy. Uh, you like working. You like being busy all the time. I do, but I also like not feeling like dog shit. I have a tea over here. I have a juice. I'm like... Are they I, sponsors? They should be. Please sponsor us, Trader Joe's, all your teas, and this uh, defense defense juice. I took a bath. I did all the things. It's just... Stripping is exhausting, and I need so much recovery time, but also... I'm trying to make my shoulder not break in half. So I've been going to the physical therapy, which is mm-hmm. also exhausting. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have, I have to pay rent, mm-hmm. but I also have to fix my shoulder or I can't work at all. Yeah. So just the balance of life of, and well now I have to pay for the insurance. So that's more expensive. So then I have to work more, but mm-hmm. like one day everything will fall into place. But at this moment it feels like trying to keep up with all of the things, mm-hmm. you know, at least doing the bare minimum of all the projects that I have taken on that I feel like will at some point take me to the next level. I need dancing. I need it to pay my bills right now. Yeah. And I need to be able to like nurture my body, but that also takes energy. Mm -hmm. Like even just cooking and feeding myself. I'm like, that's a job. And then you have to do the dishes and it's just a hard balance. Why is everything so fucking hard? Well, this is a dense planet. What is? Earth. Oh. <laughs> this is where your soul has come to experience 
life in reality. Are we supposed to be resting right now? It's, it's confusing because it is summer. and it You're does. supposed to be having fun. That's what Leo Energy is about. It's about fun. It's about enjoying life. It's about being playful. Well, it's really hard to be playful when you're tired as fuck. Well, and it's about sleeping. Okay. Because that's what the lion does. It sleeps 20 hours a day. It does. I mean, I guess when it's really hot, you're just like lounging. Yeah. Look at the lion. It's like sitting in the shade, in the Serengeti, you know, on that brown grass or whatever. And it's in the shade. And it's just looking at the zebras hanging out. And it's like when I'm hungry, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to eat a zebra. Okay, but I'm starving and like there's only like fucking ants running around. So I don't have the zebra right now. So I have to go do a bunch of shit. Well, let's think about this, Ingrid. Are you doing it on your own? Some of it, yeah. Because you're meant to be doing it with a group, with a team. I mean, when you're at the club, it's not really a team effort. It's not a team effort. No, so we're talking about the club mm-hmm. is draining you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm stumped. I mean, there's nothing to do. I feel like astrology is not going to solve my problem. I need rest. Yeah. I need rest and I need more time for recuperating. So I guess just trying to... How many days are you working? Usually I work three, but since I started uh, the physical therapy, I think I'm just going to do two for this month a week. Okay. So that, can that give you enough time to recover and rest? Honestly, I'm so brain dead, Scott. Okay. I'm like Sunday. I went to strength training Monday. I did a massage and I took the day off work because it was really intense Mm -hmm. and I was really sore from the day before and the massage was really intense. So then I, then it was Tuesday. So I'm like, okay, well I have to work today. And then now it's today Mm -hmm. and I'm exhausted. I'm like, well now I can't work the day before we have this because I'm like delirious. Mm Mm-hmm. So wait, you worked yesterday or no? You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with Mercury and Virgo, you know, it's about creating that schedule. And creating that that schedule where you can schedule in rest and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna work here, I'm gonna I'm gonna work at the club these this time, but then I need a significant amount of time, how much time to rest afterwards. And that is when, once I'm rested, then I will start working on the other things. Okay, well, so I have been better about trying to, I've been trying to figure out this schedule. We talked about that last week, I think, just the idea of planning Mm -hmm. and creating structure. So I've been working on that, but I haven't been scheduling in rest. I have been scheduling in, I've been trying to be mindful of spreading out my work days and the strength training days, but I haven't actually written on the calendar like rest days. I've just been trying to like remember that obviously I can't work two days back to back at the club, but I haven't been like, okay, this day is a rest day. There's going to be nothing happening. Although today I scheduled a massage and this after the work day, I thought I would feel okay, but I do just feel so depleted. Mm -hmm. So it's about finding that schedule. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep working on it, okay. Add it, adding in more rest time. Yeah. Or maybe even put like, you know, salt bath, like on the schedule. Yes. Instead of thinking that I'm going to remember that. Yeah. No, you have to write it down. You have to put it in the schedule because otherwise you're going to get distracted 
and you're going to find something else to busy yourself with that's not going to be restful. I honestly don't think I know how to rest. Even when I'm off, we were like texting and updating the website and doing all the links for the YouTube and the whole thing. I'm like, that was my rest time. But really, I worked for like most of the day doing like little shit like that. Can you leave your phone in a different room when you're resting? But what do I do? Just stare at the wall? That's like, make, gives me anxiety. You do your breath work and then you sleep. I can't just sleep all day though. I mean, maybe I should sleep all day. Maybe you need to sleep a little more. But then I just wake up early and then I'm awake. Okay, and then you have energy. Not really. No? But my brain is on. How do you know? Because you don't sleep that much. What? What if you tried? What if I tried to sleep harder? Yeah. Okay, I'll put that on my schedule. <laughs> like if you go to bed at like 9 o'clock. That's never happened in my life. 10 o'clock. Okay, maybe I'll try 10. 10 o'clock. And then you wake up at 6. And you're like, wow, I've got energy. I can do this life thing now. I mean, 10 to 6 is, I, I usually feel my best, but it's really hard for me to go to bed at 10. And then I just, I end up waking up early, even when I go to bed later. Anyways, I don't want to dwell on my exhaustion. <sighs> I'm exhausting myself just talking about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. It's an exhausting time. This is an exhausting time. I mean, it's like, it's like I said... I've been saying, you know, talking about this for weeks now with all these planets that are not moving. I mean, Neptune finally moved last week. It moved from 25 to 24 degrees. But Jupiter, Chiron, and Uranus are all stagnant. And then we've had that conjunction with Mars, Uranus, and the North Node, which is what's happening right now as we're recording, but by the time this show airs, it will have cleared up a little bit with Mars moving forward, but that's stirring a lot up. It's creating a lot of... I feel like it's like we're in an earthquake, but you can't get out of the building. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if this has anything to do with... We've been wrapping up a lot of projects lately... But it just feels like there's, as soon as you accomplish something, there's already something else. We started the YouTube channel. We So if anyone wants to watch us, we have a video that goes along with the weekly with the weekly transit now. You can go to YouTube. All the links are in all of the, the bios everywhere. Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So we put up the YouTube channel. We have our paperback Basics of Astrology book for sale. You can download it on the Kindle for $9.99 or you can purchase a paperback copy for $29.99. What else did we accomplish? Something else. Scott's sending his oh, email yeah. out differently than before. Yeah. So if you if you are subscribing to my weekly transit email and you haven't gotten the email, check your spam because it's coming from a new server. Like I had somebody say, like, what's, is everything okay? Like I, I always read your email every week and we haven't gotten it. And I was like, oh, I sent it, but maybe it went to your spam. Yeah, check your spam. So the newsletter is really going to be whatever little announcements we have. And then if you click in the newsletter, it'll send you to our website and there will be the forecast. It's basically a blog of every single week. It's a complimentary to 
the podcast. We talk about all the same things. He writes down the questions for kind of journal prompts. And you can also buy the book if you want to follow along with the newsletter forecast situation. It all kind Mm -hmm. of goes hand in hand if you want to learn more on your own about astrology. If you have the book and you read the newsletter, you'll see all the images that we see when we're talking about it here. Yeah. Awesome. The the point was, those are all really exciting things. Mm-hmm. And then it also seems to kind of never end because now we're like, oh, okay, the next, you know, the earthquake situation. It's like, oh, we got the book. It's on Amazon. Oh, well, now we need a paperback copy instead of the ebook. And we're like, oh my God, we're so excited. We have the paperback. And now we're like, oh, okay, well, now we need to print a bunch and then go to all the bookshops and the crystal shops. And like, now we have to sell the book there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's, feels like there's a lot happening, but the ground doesn't seem to like settle underneath us. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I want to make a request. If you've purchased the book and it's something that you value, go on Amazon and can you like just rate the book five stars and that sort yeah. of stuff on Amazon? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you can rate the book, if you feel compelled to review and leave a positive review, that would be amazing too. But that will definitely help our, I don't know what the, Oh, well, it really helps with our reach. The more reviews we get on Amazon, the more Amazon will re- like promote it to Recommend other people it, yeah. Yeah, that are looking for astrology things. Totally, totally. And the more five-star ratings it gets, Yeah. right? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's my request. Shall we get into the week or we got to thank our... We got to thank our sponsors, of course. Yes, our sponsors. I want to thank Larry, Deborah... Ross, Grace, Haley, Libby, Clarissa, Janine, Amaranth, Vincent and Michelle, Catherine, Brenna, Stephanie, Kimberly, Lori, Carrie, Annie, Amber, and Valerie. Thank you so much for your support of the Weekly Transit Podcast. Yeah, thank you all so much. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. So if you get value out of this podcast and you'd like to support it, if you go to the link in our bios, support the podcast, you can donate monthly a small amount, either $1, $5, or $10. And it really helps a lot. We have a lot of new things on the horizon that we're trying to invest in. It helps. Absolutely. And obviously, I mean, we can't ever forget to mention that I need treats, so... (laughs) Ingrid needs treats. I mean, these treats. I need all the treats. (laughs) Yes. I like to have three beverages, and I only have two at the moment. Mm. Oh, no. What would the third beverage be if it was here? Just water. (laughs) Shall we get into the week, Ingrid? Let's do it. Okay, so it's the week of August 15th through the 21st. And I, I hope that this week will feel a little smoother doesn't seem like there's anything too crazy happening here but uh, we begin with monday august 15th we're looking at mercury the messenger of the gods guide of souls to the underworld the planet of consciousness communication and coordination transiting through virgo the mutable earth sign symbolized by the virgin does this mean my brain is going to be like more organized and work better i hope so (laughs) Because Mercury is in the sign that it rules. So this is a position of power for Mercury. So with Mercury in Virgo, hopefully there is greater clarity in your mind and organizing and getting everything in order. Perfect. And feeling like, okay, this ship is running efficiently now. I can see what I'm doing. It makes sense. I know where I'm going. 
everything is flowing. Now today, Mercury aligns in a trine, a supportive aspect with the North Node, the soul's purpose and karmic pathway of the soul, in the fixed Earth sign, symbolized by the bull, Taurus. So we are organizing our thoughts with respect to our self-worth and what we value and putting it all together. It's like, okay, now I'm really clear about what I value. How do I bring that into my reality? What do I need to do? I mean, this is just an affirmation that what I'm doing makes sense. Like I've been writing in an actual paper calendar my schedule and it does have to do with self-worth it's planning my schedule trying to figure out how to not be so tired all the time while nurturing myself like the issues I've been having with my body and like the pain that's like scheduled in to go to the physical therapy and yeah reorganizing restructuring and making a plan for that to be able to exist to Mm -hmm. be able to feel better yeah that I mean that Virgo energy is like even scheduling in the rest and the recovery What am I doing every minute of the day? And how do those minutes of what I'm doing reflect my self-worth? I think we can forget that, I mean, it's the North Node. That is our soul's purpose. We are supposed to be taking care of ourselves. Like the structure in our day is very nurturing. It's like these little habits and routines that may seem unrelated, but that's going to affect our overall happiness like and our mental stability and everything. Like sometimes I say, oh, communication is like the most important, but now we're talking about this and I'm like, oh my God, structure and organization and planning is so important because it bleeds into everything else. Like I, I don't have, I haven't had structure the last three months. It's been like production and then going back to the club and then figuring out the physical therapy thing and I'm losing my mind mm-hmm. and I'm not feeling good. So I've been working on it. So hopefully by the end of the month, I will have felt like, it was all worth it because it's starting to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is already halfway through the month. So hopefully by this point, you're already starting to feel that flow a little more. Kind of. I mean, I guess I'm just really tired today, but I am starting to feel like it's going to make sense. Mm-hmm. Like there's some tweaks to it because this is the first time I've really written it down and I have to adjust it, but it's definitely making me feel like I think everything's going to be okay <laughs> if I can implement this. And that's it, you know, just writing it down first and then you can edit it and rework it. But once it's down on paper, it's not flying around in your head. You know what I mean? Like you have to take those thoughts and put it down so you can see it. Mm -hmm. It's about getting grounded into reality. When you can see it there, then you can adjust. I can't have everything going in my head. It's too, yeah. Okay, Tuesday, August 16th. We're looking at Mercury again in Virgo, connecting again with Taurus, but instead of the North Node, today we're highlighting Uranus, the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, and the unexpected. I think this, the idea of the revolution coming in there and Mm -hmm. innovation, it's like doing things in a new way. So maybe we wrote it down how we would always do it, the first thing that comes to mind, but maybe that's not the best thing for us. Maybe reworking it and really taking a look at how we can do it differently so it works better for us. Yes, I love that. Absolutely. So that's the tweaking. Exactly, that's the tweaking. So you start with Monday with the values, and you're working off of the values, and then Tuesday you're starting to tweak. Based on those values, you're still 
connecting to what you value on an individual level, but you're finding innovative ways to implement those values in your daily routine, your health, your diet, your job. So that's Tuesday, August 16th. Wednesday, August 17th, we're looking at another planet in Taurus, the moon, the planet of emotions, which is squaring Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet that represents the five physical senses, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, and the planetary ruler of Taurus, the sign where the moon is in. So the moon is exalted in Taurus. It's in a position of power. Connecting to Venus, the planetary ruler of Taurus, Venus is in the fixed fire sign, symbolized by the lion, Leo. So there's some sort of conflict going on here. Monday, Tuesday, we're looking at our values and how to communicate those values through the structure that we're creating in our daily routine, our health, our diet, our job. And now Wednesday, we're getting that emotional connection to our self-worth and what we value. But there could be maybe some conflict in relationships with regards to what's in the heart well, maybe you're changing your structure. You're you're making changes and making plans and structuring things. And maybe it's not working for who you're in relationship with, whether mm-hmm. that's a business partner, friend, lover. Mm-hmm. It might just feel weird because you're, you're changing things. And they're like, well, I don't fucking like that. It's weird. And then maybe, I don't know what tomorrow brings, but maybe there's going to be some answers on how to navigate that. Yes. Some kind of, well, this, yeah, this is bringing something up like you're saying, with the shift that's going on with you may not be... You're like, oh, date night is always supposed to be like Mondays, but now we can't have date night because now you are having an exercise class. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I'm doing it for me. That's what's important to me. So whatever, you know, kind of conflict that might bring up for you, it's important to make sure we're valuing ourselves and putting ourselves first so we have enough to give our relationships. So... Maybe that's part of it is just explaining why you're making the changes to the people you are usually in contact with. Yeah. I mean, these aren't really communication signs necessarily today. So maybe this is just like the conflict, the initial conflict of what that might bring up. It's the conflict between what's in your heart versus how you're valuing yourself. Maybe you're selling yourself short. Yeah. Maybe you're selling your partner short. Maybe they feel like they're not being valued. I have a friend and she said that she likes to make all kinds of plans. And her boyfriend is a little more introverted and reserved. And so she always just invites friends to do everything. She's always making the plan. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, we're going to dinner with this person and that person. And he expressed that, well, why don't you ever plan anything just for us? Hmm. And she was kind of annoyed about it. (laughs) And I'm like, well... To his defense, you plan everything. Like the only reason I do things is because she always plans fun things for us. She always comes to visit and I'm like, he probably feels like, you know, quality time. And she's like, well, we live together. I'm like, well, that's not the same thing Mm -hmm. as planning something, just you two. Mm -hmm. So, and it was just interesting. She's like, well, why doesn't he plan anything? I'm like, well, that's a separate issue. Mm -hmm. But like, he's not feeling valued. Mm. You make all the plans for everyone else, but like not just for like couple time. Yeah. Well, we already live together. That's... I mean, I can understand both (laughs) sides where I'm just like, yeah, I do a bunch of planning. Like, if you want to do something special, then you plan it. But also, I can feel like that sensitive person being like, 
well, you do all this stuff for everyone else. Like, what about me? I want to have, like, quality time. Yeah. Hmm. So, what happened? I don't know. I'm waiting for the answer. Okay. I'll keep us, I'll keep everyone posted. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what Thursday's about. Thursday, August 18th, when we're looking at Venus again in Leo, is now forming a supportive trine with Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion, in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram Aries. So this is a fire-fire connection. So now, are you okay, Ingrid? I'm just having a hair attack. (laughs) Too much hair happening. So now you're able to open your heart. How can I open my heart and be honest with my partner? What do I want to say? How can I be more forthcoming with regards to what's in my heart and how I feel about myself, my values, my self-worth? Okay, well, now that I'm thinking that I just told that story, well, I think part of it I like embellished almost what I thought he was feeling. So he didn't express, he never said that part where you do all the plans and you don't plan anything for me. You could tell he was irritated that she invited all the friends Mm -hmm. and he made like a little comment, but it wasn't like you don't care about me or you don't plan anything for just us. That was like me thinking about what he might be feeling inside. So that's kind of today is the expression of being like, okay, this is what makes me feel bad is when I don't have this, like maybe we can do more things like this together. Saying what's, between the lines or saying yeah. what's behind the words. Yeah, I think I, I like that's invented you, yeah. in my mind what exactly. I thought would but be. But that's how it sounded, right? I mean, it sounded like that's what he was saying. So this is a day to really open up and express yourself Yeah. boldly. And yeah, and it's a trine. So it's like if you just say what you're feeling, someone's going to be able to receive it. Mm-hmm. It's not an attack to say, I feel left out or I feel like I'm not as important when you don't plan anything just for us to have time together. Yes. I think that's being really honest. Yes. Friday, August 19th, we got the moon continuing through Taurus, forming a conjunction with Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict. Together at the 29th degree, the final degree of Taurus, this is like the moment where the rubber meets the road, where we were open with our partners on Thursday, and now it's about putting those values and that self-worth into action in a way that's going to satisfy your emotions. So that's like the solution to the problem. Exactly. Okay. So maybe it's like your friend saying to her boyfriend, like, okay, I'm going to plan something for us, but it's important for me for you to also plan something for us as well. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think she had also expressed like, I have to plan everything. Now you want me to like plan this too? I mean, she wasn't telling him that. Right. But that's her. Yeah. She's like, I do everything. I like, I'm always picking the restaurant or the place or the thing. Like you pick something like I'm tired of picking. Mm -hmm. So like, maybe that's why she doesn't plan anything. Cause it's, you know, she's depleted and that's like the closest person to you. So they kind of get those depleted parts of you because they see all of it. Yeah. She's like, I'm always planning for my friends, but I don't want to be the planner in this relationship. But she does. I mean, I would say she, it's not always solo, but even if it's just, yeah. It sounds like she wants to be taken care of a little bit. Yeah. She doesn't want to make all the decisions all the time. Exactly. So hopefully they'll find this, this compromise on, uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> on August 19th. Oh, and by the way, I always want to say this. I feel like, I, at least periodically, I want to say this is if you're listening in the other side of the earth, like Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, those areas, when I say Friday, it's actually your Saturday. It's the day ahead because you're a day ahead of us. And so I'm reading these transits for the day of where they are, where we are, LA. Okay, Saturday, August 20th. So we've got two planets here. They're not connecting with each other. They're just floating out there in separate signs. We've got Mercury in Virgo. It's at 24 degrees. The reason why I put this down here, Ingrid, I know this is something that you are going to be very excited about. I mean, Virgo and Gemini are both in my primal triad, so... Yes, but you know why I put Mercury here at 24 degrees? Is my Mercury at 24 degrees? Ingrid. Scott, I'm never going to memorize my chart. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to happen. Ingrid, Uh, I'm not... (laughs) Are you trying to shame me? I'm not trying to shame you, no. I can't remember anything. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Ingrid. Yeah. This has nothing to do with you specifically. I'm not doing a reading of you. The (laughs) The reason why I put this here is because it's... Today's the day that Mercury moves into its retrograde shadow. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so that's it doesn't have anything a... to do with you specifically. I felt you like can I was stop on the spot. panicking. I felt like I was on the spot. <laughs> no. Today Mercury moves into its retrograde shadow. So Mercury will be back at this point on October 2nd. So is this going to be me rethinking my schedule all over again? Yeah. Okay. It's I mean like that's you're, prob- Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, it's going to go into Libra. It's going to move into Libra, but then it's going to back into Virgo again. Well, well, that's perfect, though. It's like we make the schedule, and then we're like, oh, it isn't quite working. The Virgo energy comes in to like revisit it. We're like, okay, we need to relook at it, make it all make sense, be the critic, mm-hmm. really dial it in, and then Libra is balance, harmony, grace. There's going to be a flow there while you're visiting it there and then coming back into Virgo and then everything's in its place. It's all perfect. Yeah. Okay. I love that. That's awesome. I want you to think, you, Ingrid, and everyone listening, about where you are on this day, what you're working on, and what you want to have completed. By the end of the retrograde. By the end of the retrograde, October 2nd, or the end of the retrograde shadow, which is two weeks after that on October 16th. So think about what you're working on and where you want to be by October 2nd and October 16th. And that's also like ideally not really taking on new projects. Exactly. Clearing your plate. The retrograde starts on September 9th. So leading up to September 9th, there may be some of those feelings like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm just going to drop everything that I've been working on and start something new because that makes more sense now. But... By the time we get to October 2nd, October 16th, you're going to be like, why did I drop what I was doing? I would have been so much further. And now I'm working on this other project that has nothing to do with anything. I don't even want to be here right now. Is any of that like that Gemini energy from the retrograde where you like, you know, there's something new and shiny that catches your attention or I think, well, I mean, Mercury is the planetary ruler of Gemini. So it, it, it embodies that Gemini frequency where there and when it's moving forward and then moving backwards and then moving forward again and stopping and not moving that can create that confusion 
within yourself. So, you know, and this is why it's important to look at where Mercury is in your astrological code. And if you don't know, I would encourage you to contact me for a reading at theweeklytransit.com. But you want to see where Mercury is transiting through. What house is it transiting through? If Mercury is transiting through your seventh house during this retrograde, then there could be some back and forth with relationships. Or maybe you're like, I'm breaking up with my partner. And then by the end of the retrograde, it's like, can we get back together? You know, so uh, if Mercury is moving through the fourth house, maybe it's something to do with your home. You know, we're moving. No, we're not moving. If it's the 10th house, it's your career. I'm quitting. No, why did I quit my job? Can I have it back? So this is why you want to really take stock in where you are and be mindful of things coming out of left field during this period between August 20th and October 16th. If it comes out of left field and you're like, where did this come from? I don't know why this is here. Maybe just give it some time and don't make a decision about whatever's popped into your, into your sphere of awareness until after October 16th or definitely after October 2nd. So... The second planet that we're looking at is Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, which moves into Gemini. Oh, sorry. I was teasing it. I just saw it here in so front of here, me. Here is that Gemini energy getting hit hard by the god of war, really activating our minds, the mutable air signs symbolized by the twins. There could be a lot of feelings of, I'm going left. Yes. No, I'm going right. No, I want to go left again. So... There is a, could be a really scattered effect during this period, and this period is going to last a very long time because Mars is going to retrograde Fuck. in Gemini. And okay. so Mars typically spends about six weeks in a sign. Mars will be in Gemini for six months. Okay. It's going to be there from August 20th, today, until March 25th of 2023. So the last time Mars was in Gemini was March 3rd to April 23rd, 2021. So if you just think about that, you know, it's like six, six weeks, six, seven weeks right there. Yeah, that's a while. Well, that's a short time compared to where it's going to be now, like when you look at last time. Last time was from March 3rd to April 23rd of 2021. This time is August 20th of this year to April 25th of next, or March 25th of next year. So, especially for those with key astrological points or planets in Virgo or Pisces, be patient with yourself. And especially once the Mercury retrograde starts, or as it's moving into its shadow right now, patience, patience, patience. But at the same time, you may be feeling this push, this impulsiveness, especially impulsiveness in speech, in how you're communicating. Maybe your words are a little stronger than they've been in the past. You may have more punch with your pronunciation as you're speaking to other people. Travel could also be disrupted 
during this period, August 20th to March 25th, because Gemini is the sign that represents quick trips, weekend getaways. So take your time with travel, be patient with travel, and give yourself time to articulate your thoughts before you speak and before you put your words into action. So this is another kind of like checkpoint. Not yet, but once it moves into its shadow. So we'll get into that later on, I guess. But um, that will be coming up soon here. So that's Saturday, August 20th. Sunday, August 21st, we got Mercury again in Virgo. This is what the fourth time we've talked about Mercury this week is now opposing Neptune, the god of fresh water and the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish Pisces. So Pisces is the sign of the unconscious. Virgo is the sign of the conscious. Neptune is the planetary ruler of Pisces. Mercury is the planetary ruler of Virgo. So this is a very special alignment where we're working to connect our unconscious thoughts with our conscious reality. How can I take a critical look deep within myself while at the same time showing myself compassion so that I can integrate these thought patterns and memories, the guilt, the shame, the regret, the blame, with understanding, forgiveness, and love, and create a healthier structure in my daily environment that helps heal my mind. Love that. When you are conscious and aware of, you know, being that critic of what you need to shift in your unconscious, your subconscious, all of that baggage, you're going to be rewarded. I mean, it's not always comfortable to look in there and like reorganize but getting some shit out, almost like maybe a, like the closet cleaning for our mind. Mm-hmm. And this is going to come back again at the end of the retrograde, okay. where it's going to reconnect with Neptune. Well, um, well, maybe you are now aware of it, and maybe you're like, oh, I'm going to like work on this now. And you think you worked on it, but then when it comes back at the end of the retrograde, you're like, oh, actually, there's still some shit in here mm-hmm. lingering around. Like, I see this thing and I see that thing that's also related to whatever you're working on. Yes. Yes. An opportunity to revisit. Yeah. That's what the retrogrades bring. You know, it, it gets such a bad rap because everyone's like, oh, no, there's like chaos ensuing. But really, the retrograde is that re again, the revisiting energy. Mm-hmm. And that's important, even though it's annoying, it's like checking your work. You did the work, but then it's coming back around to be like, oh, here's a little pop quiz. Did you really, though? Did you really do it? Mm Because we have to practice and we need those check-ins. We're not perfect. It's not like we're going to pick up a new habit and just never make a mistake again or never go back to our old ways. Mm. But when we revisit it, it's kind of a little more gentle where we're like, oh, actually that thing was working. I should keep doing that thing. That was good for me. Mm. Yeah. I feel better already. You do? I do. Okay, good. I feel like this was a nourishing week somehow, just knowing that putting in the work of implementing the structure and then maybe it not working out and having to redo it 
And then you know, maybe it comes back again or you go, like, oh, actually, I have to redo it again. I don't know why I thought immediately if I just wrote things on a calendar, I would feel better overnight. Like, that's not realistic. Yeah. So this you was... You got to implement it. Yeah, this was a nice affirmation to just, you know, be patient and follow the planets and it will all fall into place if I keep working on it. I hope this week is a good week of connecting values to your heart, to organization and getting you set up with the structure that is going to help carry you through the next few weeks, which I think are going to be intense. So that's what this week's about. Should we see if we have any questions? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, most of the questions this week are kind of very specific to someone's birth chart, which happens a lot. But yeah, if you want to ask a question, go to Spotify. There's a little community Q&A button, and you can ask us any questions there. And I did want to share a bunch of people I forgot to put in the timestamps. I don't know if everyone knows, but if you go into the show notes on whatever platform you're on, there will be timestamps. So if you just want to listen to Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, you click the time. It goes right to that time marker, which is super helpful. I got a bunch of messages being like, where did the timestamps go? (laughs) Are we trading it in for a video? No, I am just losing my mind. So I didn't remember to do it. But we fixed it and they're in there. So... They're very useful if you're having a shitty day or you just want to know what's happening. You don't have to listen to the whole podcast. You can revisit stuff later in the week. So people apparently really like that. So I'm excited that they're using it. Awesome. Um, okay, well, I changed my mind. There's no questions because they're all basically everyone wants some birth chart readings. So he has 30-minute readings. You can contact him there and ask questions. Or you can take a moon cycle class. You get some personal attention. There's small groups, usually eight people. So you'll have a chance to ask specific questions related to your birth chart there. Um, But if you have any general questions for astrology, we would love to hear them. I pack a lot into 30 minutes. And, but I also have hour, 90 minute, and two hour readings. So So you can get deep. Deep as you want to go. All right. Well, thank you so much, Scott. We will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.